Hello, everyone. The 48th episode of the Frostwalker podcast. Um, this episode... Well, actually... Because last episode was a pretty big deal. Caleb met his mom on the hearth. Uh, the party has made it to this very lovely village. Uh, Andre and Finley had some nice time to bond in the medical center. Uh, Rowan and Sari had some time to talk. Uh, and when we left off in a fire pit kind of situation with the one of the leaders of the hearth, Alina, and one of her, uh, her as of then unnamed guard, be named in momentarily. Uh, <clears throat> before we begin, I want to thank some folks. I want to thank the people who gave us some characters in the heart. Uh, I want to thank Rev for creating Lumith. Um, I want to thank uh, Kat for making Galena from last session. Uh, the Aetheril who was mentioned, Genevieve, was a gift from Hallie, uh, who was the charity events. And we also want to thank today. Um, Yina, who gave us uh, Tolum and Katso today, <clears throat> and well, uh, Lance made uh, Brian, and lastly, our guest star today. Uh, you want to introduce your character and, and yourself, Sam? <clears throat> um, sure. Uh, my character, um, Siren Kane. Spelled C Y R A N space C A N E <clears throat> is a um, one of the, from what I've heard, original races from uh, Hearth is an Arctic elf. Um, mechanics wise, running a move as um, barbarian, druid, and a little bit of fighter mixed together. Do you want me to do um, physical appearance now? Sounds good. I will move up. So, he is roughly six feet, uh, six four. He has a scruffy, half shaven off the side, very lazily. Uh, beard that goes around most of his face. His hair on the top is pulled back into a single ponytail that leads into a braid behind him. Hair kind of shaved back on either side of the temple. His facial features and most of his features are as much as a combination between half-orc and elf as you can get. Uh, he's very athletic and buff, but still has the kind of gaunt features an elf in some locations. His face is thin, but his nose still stands out, uh, having much high brow. Um, Armor-wise, he is uh, wearing a kind of half tunic around his waist that's been cut down with a rope around, holding a water skin on one side and a large decorated horn on the other. Uh, both of his gauntlets have spiked horns out of the back of them. Some look to be um, made of bone, or others seem to be made of metal implements to match. Um, the wraps around the feet lead from the pants that are just wrapped in leather cords 
around the feet. And he has a small harness wrap around the top, and then all leading up to a cloak that has a clasp of three small wolf fangs, uh, two large shoulder pieces that are uh, furred and leathered over, and then a cloak behind that leads up to a wolf head that has been um, tanned. And when it pulls up, it looks like a wolf head over the top of his head. I will send. God, that's like uh, the most detailed and like cool description <laughs> we've had, I think, of a character. Uh, the harness is uh, wrapped on the back, and then there's a small sheath. Uh, it doesn't actually cover the whole blade, but it's basically to hold it in there. Uh, of a long greatsword, which I will did not have enough time to finish a like drawing ref, but I will send this in the chat for you guys. Of a uh, 3D model of. Ooh! Sick. Ooh! <clears throat> Woo! Oh, whoa! Damn. Damn. Oh, wow, he's cool. I couldn't get the face perfect, so the face is a little more half work than that, but. Yeah, yeah. he looks awesome. Whoa, he ripped. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped. Yes, he's very athletic for an elf. <laughs> is he awesome. not wearing a shirt? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Buff elf, it's buff cold. elf, buff elf. Put some and, clothes on. Um, <laughs> B, I believe you mentioned the uh, a light blue skin. Uh, the hair is a mostly white, but kind of silvered at the roots. Um, the tattoos oh. are white, correct? The the ones that okay. Um, kind of up both of his sides. There's I forget what are exactly the symbols. These these would be the, like the they're like. The faith ones. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, there's a large, t- but covered up by the cloak, there's a large tattoo of a wolf. Cool. Damn. Awesome. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so that's Siren. Siren? Siren? Uh, Siren. Siren. I got it right the first time. I hey. just, I'm just self conscious. Woo! That's good. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, Siren has been there standing next to Alana during this moment where Caleb and her have been reuniting, basically. And where we left off, Caleb was kind of moving over to Finn for comfort because, oh my god. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, because a lot is happening and he needs familiarity and strong and strong night friend will be t- buff familiarity. <laughs> Finley enters Aww. protective stance. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> which is every uh, single movement because that's all she does. Yeah, <laughs> just Aww. that. Um, I think after Alana and Kalem have their moment, uh, she kind of turns to the bard who was there this whole time. It's kind of softer featured elf loot. Yes, with the loot because the lyre is like the harp. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You did. Yes. I did it right the first time again. <laughs> um, and he kind of stops playing a little bit and sits, kind of just sits back into a normal place and says, sorry, uh, <laughs> you, you had a very emotional moment, your eminence, and I just kind of started going. And Oh, that was the background music that we heard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. Really just vibing. 
sit down. <laughs> and uh, so she gestures to Siren and just goes like, this is one of, well, this is my most trusted guard. Uh, his name is Siren. Um, I have been, I've been excited. I've been a mix of emotions today. I would ever see you again, Caleb, because I'm happy you're all here, but I also know you wouldn't be here for no reason. <laughs> so I don't want you to start alarming the town, the village, but I do, while we're just here, I do want to know what brings you here, ex- besides the giant one. Um. Is is she addressing us or is she oh, yeah, addressing Caleb? The whole she was I should have made that more clear. She was she sat down like a little bit away from Caleb, closer to Siren, mostly because she understands like maybe don't smother the person you've just met and is now saying is your child, you know? Yeah. So maybe she's she's kind of resisting the urge to just like grab him, you know? Oh hugging, but she's she's kind of keeping a straight face. And just kind of asks a lot of you what brings you to the hearth besides giant snowworm. Um, well, it's that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. We we've been encountering a lot of different things back in Timshul, um, hags and and weird enchanted buildings and all kinds of things. Dream Um, demons. Dream demons. Never forget the dream demons. (laughs) Dreamers. Oh, I'm gonna type it. (laughs) But we don't really know exactly what the cause is, and that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. We have some ideas, but we're not completely sure. She not. She. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's all she said was dead ends. Oh. Hmm. I see. Well. How did you find? How did you know to search for us? We're a hidden village. We are constantly on the move, and our mages keep up invisibility spells. Something had to alert you to the existence of a town in the middle of the snow. Um. I think at that moment, Rowan will pull out the book that she had, the little journal, uh-huh. and um, tell her, we found this, and then she hands it to her. Oh. I guess I should say thank you. It's mine. Oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> Where did you find it? I thought I had lost it in the castle years ago. Uh, I think she kind of looks to Caleb. The catacomb. Your father's old work state? I shouldn't be surprised that he stole from me. (laughs) Oof. Oof. (sighs) Okay. Well, thank you. This is... The fact he knows... The fact he had this is alarming. I thought my getaway was fairly clean, but if he has, if he had my journal, you may not be the only one seeking this place out. Hmm. Um, uh, why would they need to seek this place out? Frankly, 
We're the only people who still remember the things they want us to forget. The things a lot of people are forgetting. There's been a lot of work that she turns to Caleb, your father, and the group you probably know as the Order of the Red Eye have been up to recently. We were alerted when the Frost Curse happened because, well, she does a little whistle and three winter wolves kind of run up from somewhere in the snows and kind of meet her and lay at her feet. Uh, Rowan, you notice one of, one of the wolves look at you and like kind of give you a solemn nod of remembering you. Oh my gosh. She like doesn't know how to feel. Like I think her initial reaction is kind of fear, like to step back a little bit, but then her yeah, now she's kind of just like, "Huh. You may have remember you may remember rescuing these three um from the clutches of the hag." they were going to be fed to the newly hatched guard drake that I believe you brought with you. Uh, yeah. Those were my pets. <laughs> they were taken from our camp, and since then we've been on higher alert. Then uh, some of Thamior's men found a group of people caught up in a cave, and she turns to Andre. You may remember that part well, captured by doppelgangers, and you were the ones who rescued you. She just looks kind of kind of blank right now, just kind of like absorbing all of this information. <laughs> she just kind of nods in um, acknowledgement of her words, but doesn't say anything. Since the start, we've been, I've been doing what little I can to help, but I knew the battle had to be fought at home. So, I, I'm glad you're safe, Caelan. I feared things wouldn't have worked out so well. <sighs> Do you see her, like, put her hand up to her heart, breathe in, and then just move it to her side as she breathes out? Now's not the time for thinking it could have been. You, you came with... Prisoner of sort captured it's I don't know what term you like to use. The the tiefling. Oh yes. Um we're not really sure about him, honestly. He Well, huh. I guess originally he didn't try to attack us. He sent others to attack us, but then told us that he knew that we would win, so I, I guess he's on our side. And then he explained that he was... I guess the Order found out, and they sent him to attack us again with the worm. And he's injured now, so we're hoping that maybe you could help. She nods and just goes, now that you're out, we can bring him into Galena. He, she turns to Andre and Rowan and just goes, are you too comfortable going to check up on him? Of course. I mean, I'm a healer myself, so I wouldn't mind helping out. And I have no problems going, I suppose. Okay. So 
if I put you two in charge of uh, making sure he ends up in one piece and we get whatever information we can out of him, she turns to Caleb and Finley. I think I want you two to go with Siren. You have some things to learn if you're going to be taking on the Order, especially if you two are going to be working together. She kind of looks over to Myrina. I shouldn't know. And Myrina puts her hand like behind her neck and just goes, Finn. And you could tell that there's like this foreign nature to her using Finn instead of her first name. You know, like she's trying to blend in with the crowd by saying it. Cool, good, cool, cool aunt. <laughs> yeah, Finn. Uh, I was. You. Uh, you were. You just hear, like, get these words out. I was the. You were the. <laughs> and, like, each time she just kind of, like, does the concerned face each time she stops herself. And it, it takes Ambrose to appear and just go, like, oh, spit it out, Myrina. <laughs> It, you could see, like, his, he, like, droops his hands by, like, where his legs are. It's like, ugh. <laughs> How your job is personally guarding Caleb? Yeah. My job, way back when, was the same, but with royal family. What? Alana just goes, Myrina's an old friend of mine. And you get to see that the two are, like, standing there awkwardly, like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, you, you said that you, you fought with them. You didn't say that you were friends with them. Well, that was part of the getting her out of town plan. <laughs> once we knew that, once we knew Fitzroy, we devised a way to get her out. As part of it, I had to swear not to say or do anything that could alarm him, so I stretched the truth a bit. Uh, this changes things in a weird way. Yes. <laughs> Caleb's just blinking, just goes like, so like, you two are cool. And then he looks over to Siren, and you're cool with her. But you two don't know each other. He points to my Rena Siren. Am I getting this right? <laughs> and Alana just does like the slow nod of mm-hmm. <laughs> and Caleb just goes, Mom, I thought my situation was complicated. <laughs> oh. I I thought Lich girlfriend was complicated. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> This is complicated. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it's what I had to do, and it it, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> this is a lot. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish I didn't dump all of this on you at once, but at the same time, <laughs> this also could have killed like any good vibes at dinner. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying yeah. to be cool using good vibes. <laughs> good I'm vibes. a cool mom. So here's the plan. Uh, she looks over to Sari, who is. Uh, you 
know best the way around Timshelf, having traveled there yourself by foot many times. Uh, so she's kind of splitting. She's kind of Alana's kind of splitting the party off. Sorry is going to go with Gale on meter control. Uh, Andre and Rowan are going to go with uh, Galena to check in on Valdis. And uh, Finn and Caleb are going with Siren to, to like catch up on some training, basically. Is, is the idea. Okay. Uh, so... Do you, any any particular scene you guys want to do first? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Eyes emoji. Normally, we'll we'll do like chat order if true. Uh, if no one can decide. Mm-hmm. So. Do you want to actually? Let's do an Andre first. So Rowan and Andre, you two are back in the tent. The that Andre knows. Andre knows the place. Mm-hmm. Rowan, you walk in for the first time to the healer's tent, and it's very pretty. I described it better last session, but it has all these nice wind chimes, these different herbs all around. Very pretty, very homey. Kind of kind of hippie-ish leaning, but, you know. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I'm very happy to be in here. Uh, Sam, you said Siren wanted to say something? Uh, while everyone's heading out, I'm just going to turn to her. Uh, this situation's kind of scuffed, isn't it? It's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe send out word with somebody if we got possible income and get some of the more quiet militia guys to be on lookout perimeter, see if anybody's looking at us strange. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I'll... I'll head out with them. Uh, so, uh, she nods and would, uh, after appointing Sari and Gail to the job, would also say that it she and while Siren goes to talk with Finn and Calum, she and uh she and Myrina are gonna go wrangle up some other folk to do the same. To do All some right. watch and then meet up back with them. Sounds good. Just keep yourself safe, okay? Mm-hmm. She nods and just kind of gestures everybody off and goes, Sorry for interrupting your practice uh, there, Frost. And she says, Oh no, it's fine. And just goes back to performing. <laughs> The droll! The droll. So, Andre and Rowan. Yeah. You two are in this nice tent. There is, uh, there's Galena, and they're laying, kind of strewn out, is Valdis. His typical, like, attire, kind of, like, dirtied and torn in places. And you can see Galena has kind of already magicked him up and is now like setting out the herb stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So conscious enough to speak. And you can see him kind of like rubbing his eyes and trying to like, you know, holds up two fingers, 
front of his face and to okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks pretty beat up still, but he's not like conscious, unconscious, and the purple in his eyes is gone. Mm. Um, I'm definitely like cautious of him, I guess, because I don't really know if he's good or bad. Like, I feel like arc one Rowan would just be like, oh, okay, you know, but I think she's learned to be a bit more cautious of people. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she's definitely a little bit suspicious of him, but um, I think she'll still kind of ask him, like, Hey, you, you feeling any better? Okay. Uh, before we do that, did uh, Andre, did you have anything you wanted to tell Rowan before you went in, or did you guys just kind of go in? Do you know? Um, I I don't think so. I do um, kind of to what Shay was saying though. Um, Andre is definitely wary of of him. Um, because you know that's kind of who she is. She she's suspicious of people, especially when they come break into people's castles and like steal things. So, did he steal? Did he steal anything though? He just he took stole the staff, the, right? I mean, yeah, That's but a, he took Fitzroy's staff. Yeah, I mean, he did manage to sneak into the castle, which alone is is. That's awesome. true. That's and he's also suspicious. a dick. He is yeah. also yeah, a huge that dick. too. Well, so yeah, Andre is. <laughs> she's kind of like. A, a few steps behind Rowan, just like arms crossed, like, hmm. <laughs> We're gonna do some good cop, bad cop here with him. Yes, yes, we <laughs> I think are. That's the plan. Yes, we oh, are. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Okay. I'll, pl- I'll play into it. All right. I love that. Valdis just kind of like shakes his head a bit and just says, Yeah, yeah, I'm f- I'll be okay. Ugh. That's good. Um, so, you want me to like get you anything or you <laughs> <laughs> want some water? I'm you being accommodating. Yeah, Val, Val, do you want a juice box? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I think Andre is just kinda like Rowan, what no. <laughs> That's what? The I'm trying to be accommodating. It's the doctor's job to be nice to him. Okay, we're, we're here to get answers. Oh, we're doing good cop, bad cop. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> I love this so much. So, um, uh, I'll, I'll get you whatever you want, but um, um, we have some questions for you. Uh, okay. Yeah, fire away, I guess. It's not like I can really leave here. <laughs> That's true. You would be just out in the tundra. It's cold. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so... My... Sorry to interrupt. Not really. But, um... What the hell is up with the worm? <laughs> what, what was that? That? was a very good con- uh, animal control spell. Uh-huh. And what were you doing there? 
a very good person control spell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, who, who, who's behind that? If you don't mind. Well, I can tell you. I don't. I don't care for the guy, so I don't mind at all. <sighs> Man's name is Texic. Uh, he was a tiefling, and I noticed the use of the word was. He was one of the founding members of the Order of the Red Eye. Some even say he was around back when the Order was still the army of the Shadow Dragon back in the world. When he died, the Shadow Dragon just kept him alive with his magic. He's a bit of a wraith, in a way, kind of. Still keeps him in use. It's fucking useful and a powerful warlock. So, when I did you that favor and knocked down uh, some members of the Order Peg, I was right underneath him in terms of the hierarchy and didn't really like that much, so he tried to, you know, knock me down a bit. Mm. Who's at the top of the hierarchy? Uh, we never get to talk to him. Usually all our orders come through Texic. Mm. He's a, he then goes on to describe kind of a purple teeth-looking guy. Horns are all ornate. Has this like, steel mask over his face. Oh, creepy-looking guy. Edgy as shit. I don't care for it not much, but whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. He's one to talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. He looks like freaking Alistair from Has Been Hotel. <laughs> now this is one to talk about being edgy. Dear God. Okay. Um, Please. <laughs> I think Andre is just kind of like listening to this and um, Rev doesn't know what to say next. Um. <laughs> I, I should say this is just true for anything in the hearth. Um, I should have said this last session and I apologize I didn't. Uh, any and all sorts of checks are allowed anywhere. Just tell me you, what you want to do it on. Insight that... on Valis. <laughs> okay, go for it. Wait, what are you doing? I I got logged off for a second. What are you doing? Uh, insight checking Valis. Oh, okay. Yee. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> that is a seventeen plus four, so twenty-one. Nice. Okay, with nice. a twenty-one, you can tell just from the way he's talking and like the manner of speaking, some of this is true, and some of this is fabrication, and you can kind of piece together that. Not so much what is what, but you can piece together it by the fact that some parts he said clearly and with confidence, and other times he kind of starts speeding through the lines just a bit just to get to some. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh god, really do I have Zone of Truth? Do I have Zone of Truth? Please tell uh, me you have Zone of Truth. <laughs> if it's not in your spell list, check Heartmenders. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you get the sense that like some of it is true. You're not sure what part is and isn't, though. And you don't know, like... So it's not like you... I can, Even though your role is really good, he hasn't really given you enough information for it to be like, 
this is the lie and this is what he's really playing. You know what I mean? No, I don't have Zone of Truth. I do have Charm Person. But, yeah, sadly, I do not have Zone of Truth. Uh, so, yeah, you you know, like, 50-50, you know what I mean? You know not everything he's saying is legit, but it's not like you could go line by line and just be like, this is the lie here, and this is the lie here, you know? I see. Could, okay. Could I charm him and ask him to tell us the truth? You can absolutely try. I warn you, though, he is claiming to have just gotten off of a charm spell. So someone casting something around him might ring his alarms a bit. Actually, know? yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, you you're right. You could absolutely try. Maybe, like, a good sleight of hand might get it to go. But See, I'm just, just I'm wondering because I don't know... Like, Rowan's very nice and wouldn't... Like... But she also wants answers. Right. So I don't I don't know whether she'd be willing to like make a I I, I guess like go against her own moral code a little bit in order to do this. Cause like she's willing to, to charm the heck out of somebody and ask them what's up if she thinks they're a bad guy. But if he's like just coming off of a bad charm and he's good, then I don't know if she wants to like Right, because Andre hasn't told, uh, Andre hasn't told, uh, Rowan what her findings are yet. Oh, yeah. Should probably do that, huh? Um, uh, if you can, if you can find a way, a means of egress, then absolutely. I mean, honestly, Andre is the kind of person to just be like, (laughs) just give us a moment and pull Rowan to the side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. The that, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll follow her. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. He's giving okay. us the truth, but also not. Some of the things he's saying are true, but those truths are steeped in lies as well. I'm okay. trying to figure out what's what, but I I'm not a mind reader, you know. <laughs> I'm a rogue, not a wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I'm a druid, but I don't have zone of truth. Shit. <laughs> this um, is why Sari's integral to the party. <laughs> I know! If we only had Sari! Okay, I could I could cast Charm Person on him and ask him to tell us the truth. Maybe that would work? Mm, it might. I don't... I don't know if or how he'll react to that once he comes off of that. Especially because you're in a public hospital. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, Yeah, he might be upset with me. Darn, I don't... We're just gonna have to be really persuasive. Hey, hey, me. (laughs) Yeah, what's up? Um, When we go back over there, can I, like, Roll of persuasion to like get him to tell us the truth. <laughs> Put can, on the charm, ladies. Because you, like, yeah. you can you can roll persuasion. I mean, other things, like, other. I don't like. I said any any roll, anything is fine. Remember, you can like investigate his surroundings. You can like look. 
you can look for any like pieces of anything around him physically that might be a giveaway. Like all every, oh, any yeah. skill on the table is valid. But uh, I'll give you guys a minute to think it over. Maybe you could shoot each other some private messages about okay. the plan while I so I can jump to the next scene if that's cool, and then we'll come back to you. Okay, I, I do have a very funny idea. Okay, just shoot it to Rev in DMs while we have okay. a sequence. Um, meanwhile, uh, Finn, Caleb, Siren are probably in sort of an open space <clears> in the hearth, probably towards the back, back perimeter, you know. Uh, you'll see a couple other Arctic elves kind of scouring it, and another uh, moon elf, Favario, kind of take to the air and cast an invisibility spell on himself to kind of scout out a bit more. And... Uh, as all of this is happening, as you guys are walking towards this kind of like barren field, uh, two figures who I will soon describe, who I will now describe, uh, kind of step into frame. Uh, Siren, yep. you know them. They are they are outsiders to the city, but they've been here for a lot longer. Than the party, they've kind of they kind of showed up as like traveling, basically traveling pathfinders. You know, okay. things like that, uh, and they literally stumbled into the into the town on complete. They were, you know, they were charting courses yeah. through the tundra and basically walked right into the invisibility. You know, <laughs> and Gen- huh? And, I was going to say like general vibe of how they've oh, interacted in the community so far. Oh, they uh, there's two of them. Their race okay. is a bit strange. They are like tabaxi sized, but they have fey esque wings. Uh, huh. They are a fey race called Razfair. Uh, oh. Yeah, another cool kind of homebrew race. Thanks, Ina. Um, but the two of them are Tolam and Katso. Katso is kind of, kind of airheaded, acts super confident, but uh, is very quick to be self conscious, you know? Good. He's a, he's not a mean person. He's a very nice person. It's just that his confidence levels artificially enhanced. You know, he just he, he talks a big game, but he is a good guy. You know, gotcha. Tolam is basically that guy. incredibly intelligent. Cannot get a word in. Uh, Tolam is much smarter than Katso, admittedly, but he's very bookwormish and quiet. The two of them are a very are very nice. They're they've done nothing to prove any sort of harm to the town. They've done nothing but like share their findings and everything, you know? Gotcha. Their their main goal is basically once the once the hearth travels close enough to a mainland city to just, you know, show up there and publish their findings. That that's really their end game. They're just they're just map makers and writers. And gotcha. Yeah. So when they're not like asking questions about the way the hearth is run for their books and such. They're just, you know, going about the hustle. Hello? Is it better? Hello. Hey, you're back. Okay. Uh, yes, you're good. Okay. So, but, Caleb and Finley, this is, like, news to you, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, these, this race is news to you, these two are news to you, but to Siren, you know them pretty well. That's good. They're, they're just kind of observing the scouting party and Katso's kind of like doing that thing, that monologue thing that they'll do and Tolan is taking notes, you know? Gotcha. It's like 
just very like poetic words to describe the the setup of the place and the 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 blue kind of shorter and hunched over one is like writing down every word and she's just like can you stop using such colorful language katsu we're filling up this whole book with nothing but similes it's like come on tolam people aren't gonna read a book that's just math he says i'd read a book that's just math <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the two look at Siren and immediately kind of like break from their banter and just go like, "Oh, uh, are you? Are you? They're in the field." And they immediately just kind of like yeah. back away and they're just like, "Oh, sorry, we didn't mean to take up your space if you're going to be using it." Uh, That's just, all right. Yeah. Do you know why there's so many people going to the to the walls right now? Uh, uh. Katso kind of tilts his head a bit. And Tolan just goes like, it's probably private, which is exactly why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure, but uh, keep your scouting party up. See if you uh, see anything, uh, try to alert somebody if you do. But Candy. as far as I know right now, uh, not really worried on much. But uh, just a piece of advice, if you get too much similes and too much math together, it's going to sound like a cooking book. So you're not going to want to do that. The two look at each other. Look and then look back and nod and then he's just going like I've said it for years, <laughs> and the cops are just like shut up and the two just kind of walk off. Have a good day, too. So you, so why did my mom want us here? Caleb's just kind of like looking around at this empty field, kind of awkwardly. Well, uh, maybe to introduce you to the place a little bit. So first, uh, Finn, I gather. Uh, uh, Finley. Finley. Anything else you'd like to be called? Is that all right? Uh, Finley. That's fine. Finley. Well, seeing as your quarry is still standing here alive, I gather you've done a pretty remarkable job so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you'd be surprised. There's been a few close calls. There's always close calls, but... Well, that's just our line of work. For you. <laughs> uh, you're also a handful. Yeah, kind of seems a little like it, but, uh... Hmm. Got an idea. Um, it's been the worst of your close calls. Um... Well, the one where I wasn't there, probably. That was the worst one. That wasn't your fault. I told you to take the night off. You wanted I wanted you to visit your family. Uh yeah, and you still uh were completely unprepared and you had to call for my help. We were ambushed, it happened. Suspiciously when I wasn't there. You make your point. <laughs> well, uh... It's a large kind of field, and there's a bunch of people kind of out here, right? Yeah, yeah. Just gonna slowly start to, like, come with me. And just walk around, and in, in sparks to this conversation, every once in a while talk and, like, wave to someone to make sure they're doing alright, to just get a quick reading on how everyone's doing, but that's it's in between so the next conversation bit. There's gonna be times when you have to 
when you're not there, Finley. You gotta make sure you get back. Uh, story one time about a kind of looks both ways, points up one direction, and kind of takes it from one building and traces it outward by the wall. Running in from this direction, we had a band of these orcs that kind of tracked us down. Uh, don't tell me how dumber than a bag of rocks, but they sent on some tracks or something. Uh, and they were running in, uh, ran about 20, 25 miles full space trying to get back to one of the rest of the people. Got back, and it wasn't even there. Uh, so, off somewhere else. But I stay back and defend. So, Finley, make sure you're doing a good job. Know that you're going to have to run back sometimes. <laughs> Sounds like you might have, but. I don't know, I just. It's hard to. Um... It's hard to stay away when things like that happen. It's, it's hard to go off on your own when you know that there is a possible impending danger that you're not going to be there for. And I know, Caleb, I know you said it wasn't my fault, but it doesn't mean that I don't feel bad about it. Caleb kind of looks down and just goes, I'm sorry, I've been dismissive of how you felt about it. It's fine, I'm just... You're my charge, I worry about you. Well, you're my friend, so I worry about you. Oh, ow. Oof. <laughs> Good comeback. <laughs> there wasn't, like, any, like, sharp tongue miss there. That was just, like, genuinely... <laughs> that was just genuinely his first response. Um, I, I still appreciate it, Siren. I, I've never met an, another uh, guard who had a royal charge, let alone of the same family. <laughs> we were uh, kind of fell into a friendship. We were friends a long time ago. And then she had to leave to do her duties and then came back all in a, all in a fuss. I just lay low here for a while. So I've always been here and came back and I needed a. Don't really have a set position around this town to just kind of make sure everyone's doing alright and then uh, seeing as she could most protect herself I was her guard in more dangerous scenarios every other time I would walk around make sure everybody else is doing alright it's kind of stumbled into the position I guess wow just you sound that you're um Completely uh, in your element and not at all freaking out whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, just looks across the field to some of the people. I guess even though this is all of the element that I've known, I'm <laughs> fairly fluent in it at this point, um, both in the walking around and helping people carry stuff across the street to... Uh, uh, fighting anything that tries to come and get any of us. Which, uh, looking at you and the rest of your party, you've been fairly acquainted with on your own. I mean, it, it's, a t it's a team effort kind of thing. I sort of had to learn that. <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling. Sometimes you gotta 
You want to hunt the lone part of the pact, but it's better to stick together. Um, speaking of pack, um, yeah. may I ask what, what's, you know, she kind of gestures at, like, his entire aesthetic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well. Wait, was that a reference to wolves or six packs? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of the six pack one, but now I think I want to be both. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> sure, but mostly at the wolf thing. <laughs> like, well, uh, thank you, ma'am. But uh, that's great. Rest of the kind of throws the cloak back a bit to show the actual giant tattoo on the back, <laughs> and then pulls it back over. Uh, growing up in. Half isn't always as easy as it seems. There's a very nice community around here, but sometimes with the visibility field, you get lost out and trapped in the wilderness on your own. Back when I was a stupid little runt in the rest of my pack, I ran off a bit on what I thought would be my own adventure. Got some sense kicked into me, but uh, was picked up out of the dirt by some what's that kindly wolves they still were wolves but <laughs> so they're not very kindly there's a bite on my leg that's from the first one that saw me but <laughs> the, wait how are they kindly if they bit you they didn't immediately eat or kill me after that <laughs> they um... took one bite decided ew and then didn't eat you <laughs> basically but they uh not saying I became a bit major family part of any of them. Definitely wasn't raised by wolves, but they, uh, some of their tracking ability managed to lead me back where I was. And a couple of them got lost along the way, so this is to remember them. And, uh, just kind of picked up an affinity for taking care of wolves. So it's been my guiding spirit. You had to put a word to it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, you just see Caleb like, like trying to contain the like. I guess the best word to put it is just like that's so cool, and is trying to look professional, but he <laughs> is still like a young, a younger boy who's just basically heard the most badass story they've heard in their life. <laughs> Caleb, your bisexuality is showing. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely serious movies be like, also, I found this really fucking cool sword on the long way. He just kind of pulls the great sword out. <laughs> so, there's a picture of what I had in mind. Instead Ooh! of like a little red gem in the middle, the and the he's added it since then. But there's that's a metal a bit sword. around the blade on each part that's kind of a two sides of a wolf head kind of biting the blade down, and then the blade comes out of it. Oh my. Oh my god, that is <laughs> one of the most beautiful blades. Thank you, Carly. Um, yeah, wow. May I? She kind of like, like, just kind of puts like one hand on the less sharp part and just kind of hands the help over to her. Uh, did you just find this? She kind of is like tracing her hand down it. Yeah, it was a little bit of a 
little bit of an adventure back. I won't go into too much detail about it, but found some stuff along the way. Caleb's just like looking at it and looking at Finn and then looks back to the sword and looks at Finn and just goes like, I, I don't condone stealing. I'm not... I... Caleb, I uphold the law. <laughs> Caleb chuckles a bit and just goes like, I'm, I'm pulling your leg, Finn. Oh. Oh, sorry. Um... It's okay, it's fine. I'm sorry, Finley saying I uphold the law is like the most Finley thing I've ever heard. Is that the law of your lands or the law of the wild? Because if we're going by law of the wild, if you try to take that, I will take it back. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna. I almost went southern. (laughs) It's a contagious. (laughs) It is contagious. I'm I'm not going to take the. The blade. I, I. That's what I was saying. I'm, I wasn't here. You can. You can have it back. It's fine. Kid, I'm just messing with you. Hold on to it for a little bit. <laughs> Finley cannot handle two joking adult. Two joking adults today. Please. Uh, as cool as this scene is, I'm yeah. gonna say. Oh, wait, what's up? Sorry. No, no, no. If you have something to say, I won't cut you out. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, as to lead it on. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna jump back to Andre and Rowan so that way we can have the group reunite soon. Oh, sounds uh, good. Uh, Ro- Andre, Rowan, what's your plan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Already. I'm so, so scared. You should be. Um, so <laughs> Rowan goes over to Andre and she's like, okay. I apologize for this, but we're very desperate. And he has kind of shown himself to be a rather arrogant man. And, you know, if we don't have a charm spell, we could turn on the charm in other ways. Rowan, we're desperate, but we're not that desperate. Are you serious? Fear, 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 danger, Will Robinson. How hard would we have to try? We just have to flirt with him a little bit, and then maybe he'll tell us what we want. No! Just two desperate gals. Put on the charm, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. I hate it. Andre. Andre does not like this idea, but she kind of sighs. And... uh, Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just turned back to him with like that a big smile. Got to be a big what whoa. <laughs> God. Um <laughs> Um <laughs> When you when you turn when you turn your back, uh when you turn around, you see that uh a company like at his side is a like Two foot tall little toon folk who has like a very cartoonish bat look. And when did so you get here? You just hear, like, see him turn around and just go, like, Who the hell are they? And Valdis just goes, Maury, be nice. You weren't supposed to show your face, remember? Oh, shit. 
Uh, hi. Nice to meet you. How how do you do? <laughs> you just see Valdis's face go from like fear to like. I I I go up to uh, to uh, Mori, and I'm just like, what an adorable little friend you have. Wink. <laughs> wink. You say wink. Do you no. say wink? wink? No. Wink. No. She just winks. <laughs> Can I roll for charisma? <laughs> this is Rowan trying to flirt. She's not good at it. You can absolutely try. <laughs> okay. It's not good. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> it's not looking bright, guys. You just see Rowan just like, like try and strut, but it looks more like a like penguin waddle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she trips a little bit. She has like oh. a, she's going full penguin, has a rock. I'm going to give you this rock. and <laughs> <laughs> No, what? No, she's trying to flirt, okay? Stop making fun of her. She's doing her best. See, okay. What I think is really funny about this is that Andre has a plus three to charisma. She would be good at flirting. But as Rev, I am not good at flirting. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Do um, your best. Do your best. You you can just roll and I will like autopilot it for put your a, comfort. Put an effort. Flirt. Put an effort. You can do it. I believe in you, Rev. Press F to flirt. Press okay. F to flirt. <laughs> Is that is that you implying that you're gonna have to pay respects to all of us dying of laughter? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and roll a performance. <laughs> Sounds like a valid plan. Okay, <laughs> give me a sec. Typing yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get high. You know, I just had you to got this. switch apps to my to my dice my dice roller. Uh so that's a fifteen plus 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 worst performance. Two. Oh, so no, seven, it's uh, a good seventeen roll. total. Oh, oh no, it's a good roll. <laughs> it's a good roll. Because oh, no. okay. Andre. I don't I don't think that means Press, press if, F for Valdis. I don't know if that necessarily means that she succeeds at like, like seducing him. I just let, think that, that means let that. Let be weave the story. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta say a thing. Okay. So Andre is not really on board with the whole flirting thing, but she's like, okay, if this is what Rowan wants to do, fine. So with this roll, with this seventeen, she's not really saying anything outright flirty but body language <laughs> so she kind of like she kind of like makes her hips sway a little bit more when she walks over to him again and then um kind of picks up the conversation from where rowan kind of started it like like it's a cute little friend there or whatever rowan said so she just kind of like <laughs> 
schools her expression into into um I don't know what expression some I, I don't know I'm not good at flirting this is weird for me <laughs> I just want to know that Valdis and this like and this uh, tune folk are like eyeing each other in the most what the fuck is going on way possible <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she just kind of she walks over and she's like, I don't I don't know what she says exactly, but I'm I'm just gonna use actually the this is super but... funny to me. I think that I think that um <laughs> see the tune folk is new and Rowan's like maybe I could get information out of him and then like Andre can handle Valdis. So I think that like Rowan's trying to flirt with the tune folk. And <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they're like a two foot tall. Bat. Yeah, and oh, I'm shit. a two foot tall halfling. Because <laughs> they saw our halflings. Oh my god. Oh my god, what is even happening? I'm what part cringing. of you guys, while DMing, uh, thought that this would work? Um, okay. We didn't. I we just thought it would be funny. Let me exactly. roll something real yeah. quick. <laughs> Can I roll something real quick? Sure. And then tell me what happens. Andre doesn't even have to say anything to flirt. Just like yeah. strut up and just wink. Heck yeah. I think yeah, what happens is agreed. the two of them. I wrote insight. Uh, Val's is pretty okay, and the two folks is pretty okay. So what I think happens is the two like are aware that they are like, like how do I put it? They're aware that they're not flirting. They're aware they're trying to flirt. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's the the element of artificiality has been caught by these. Oh yeah, no. We're, th- this is so awkward for both of us. Like. We don't want to be doing this. We're just desperate. Yeah, and so like Valdis just blinks and just goes like, "Please let this nightmare end." What do you want? At this point, oh, dude, we anything. just want you to tell us Please, the truth. No more. Andre, Andre looks to Rowan and is like, "Can can I bad cop now?" <laughs> yeah. Deco. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. Deco. I didn't even do a very good job. I barely said anything. Bad cop and flirt at the same time. I thought this would be a good idea and I couldn't even follow through. I'm sorry. It's alright. It's okay. <clears throat> so, Andre is going to draw Fearbringer and walk The first rule is do no harm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Um, so she draws Fearbringer and takes a step closer and just kind of like levels it at him like she's making no move to use it yet but she's making it very clear that she will if she doesn't get what she wants now Val okay. just pulls out his collar okay so here's the thing we know you're not being honest with us completely so how about you tell us what we want to know and we'll see what we can do about those leftover wounds of yours if not, well, she looks at her dagger. We'll give you some new wounds to worry about. How about that? Damn! Yeah. <laughs> Rowan's just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He just kind of like, fuck yeah. <laughs> we have license to kill. It's fine. More blood for the blood god. Rowan off the string, what sins will she commit? <laughs> Rowan's, no, Rowan's hoping he's good so she can heal him. 
she doesn't want to murder. But uh, if, if he's evil, she'll let Andre murder. So so Valdis just kind of goes like, okay, look. The only thing I'm not telling you is that I do know a moniker for the guy on top. All right. If I tell you that, will you be happy? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. If I tell you what I know from my time in the Order, will you just not kill me? That's the only thing we're asking. Just what you know. All right, all right, cool. Easy. Simple. Basically, he turns to the bat folk and says, you know none of this. Get out of here. (laughs) Go stretch your wings or something. (laughs) Rude. Respect for the tune folk, eh? All right, whatever. And he just kind of like stretches out his little bat wings and flutters off and just goes, can I take your backpack? Just do whatever. <laughs> and the Toon Folk takes his backpack. And he just goes like, look, alright, here's the deal. I was telling you the truth about that guy, Texic. He's number two. Was, num- is, was, he's- it's weird when you're talking about a ghost. <laughs> we know. I only, the only thing I know about the guy on top, I don't know how true this is. So, Take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But he refers to himself as the Shadow Dragon. Oh. Oof. Look, I'm gonna be be 100% real with you. I don't think he really is a dragon. I think he's just taking on the title of a horrible monster, just to sound scary, you know? Been there. Done that. (laughs) The, uh... (laughs) The only other term he lets us use, which for all intents and purposes is the dumber one, he sometimes likes calling, he sometimes likes it when we call him terror. Mm. Andre squints. Oh, she's, she's put Fearbringer away by now, but um. Terror? That's. That's. I've, I've, I've that's the name. More intuitive aliases but okay (laughs) i don't know what his deal is i don't know what he wants all i know is he's the one who pulls this shit show together i'm currently number three fitzroy's four texics two all right that's all i know Mm. i think at that point andre will take a step back she's she's done bad copying Thank you. That was that was all we really wanted to know. Um, I'm very sorry that we tried to flirt with you. That was it, a dumb idea on our part. I, I, I'm assuming you both are single. He just like leans in and just goes, I'm assuming you both are single. Uh, no, actually. It's complicated. Oh. <laughs> I pity them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna like say something, but no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking roasted us. Can I go to bed now? Sure. He like leans on his bed and just is like, "Thank you. You can go." Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna leave. 
<laughs> She's been thoroughly roasted by him. Oh god. Oh god. <sighs> so let's, there. let's never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> no. And this might be the dumbest thing that's ever happened in this podcast. <laughs> Pulling away from that so everyone can kind of recover. Um, you guys, I'm going to do a bit of a time skip so we can work Livy in, okay? Okay. Uh, you guys, it's the end of the day. You guys have had dinner. You reunited after your work. Uh, Finn and Calum, through Siren's help, learned uh, how to basically combo off some spell stuff, you know? Uh, and it's the end of the day. Sorry, you can join us now. And the party is kind of staring at Siren and Alana. And she just goes, so... (sighs) I have sort of an awkward thing to tell you. Okay. We may... I'd imagine you'd like to sleep. Uh. Yeah? We didn't expect so many visitors... So soon, we, you may have to share a tent tonight. And this is bad. If all of you can fit, I will be impressed. <laughs> well, mm, I do have a, a spell that could help. I have a spell called Tiny House. Please. <laughs> I'm literally begging. Okay. Oh, Alana just kind of like sits down and just goes. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, you do the ritual and a tiny hut appears. How tiny? Tiny hut. It's a house. Uh, I, it... I don't know. It's by eight. 10 feet dimensions, 8, 10 feet. I had to be my character page. The, yeah, let me look up the official language it uses. Because there's even a set number of people that. Nine, cre- nine uh, creatures of medium size. Tiny, tiny hut, hut or tiny house? Much. It's tiny hut. Leoman's tiny okay. hut. I just, I just had sorry call it tiny house. Okay, that's actually another spell. Okay, yeah, nine. it can fit nine folks. So the party can fit in pretty easily if it's Finn, sorry, Caleb, Anna. Rowan and Andre, yeah, there's there would be room for the six of them and room for four more, so they could awesome. get a nice sleep. They could get some nice sleeps. Nice. There. Neat. Um. So. Yeah. Boo. So you know what I forgot what, about? What's up? <laughs> what? Andre has filigree with her. <laughs> I totally forgot. It's okay. That's random. I forgot that. You guys are getting some flats in the tiny hut. Um, tiny real quickly, hut. real quickly, is it okay yeah. if uh, Finley has a word with uh with Siren real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Siren, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yeah, sure. What's on your mind? I this uh, this Valdis character. Yeah. Uh. He was there the night that um, the castle was invaded. Um, 
which was, you know, the close call. Um, he uh, yeah. claiming to be forced to attack us, but um, I I don't trust him. I I feel like no one else does, and we're just not telling each other about it. I I don't trust him, and I don't like his presentation, and I I just wanted to warn you about that because how's shady. he been since you uh how's he been since he supposedly dropped control? I mean, I I didn't I didn't interact with him much. He basically just passed out and was sort of just like, "Don't leave me here," and then we we took him and took him here. Hmm. I keep on a short leash for. Can't trust people, especially you said Trixie once. They'll say anything to get out of what predicaments they've been put into. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure that uh, that the uh, the cleric um, Galena, I'm sure she's handling everything fine. But I just wanted to let you know because yeah, I I don't I don't know what to do, and I I don't want to freak Caleb out because there's enough under under his, his belt already and I don't know what to do. Keep a sword pointing in his direction and get ready to cut his scrawny neck off if needed. Oh wow. You have no idea how good it feels to have someone actually tell me like to do something that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be doing what you want to do. Uh yeah. You're <laughs> There's just not a lot of chance for, you know, um, violence. Murder? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my opinion, living out here, make that chance yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> living out in Hearth, this nice, comforting city, we murder people all the time. Oh, yeah, it's, totally. it's the wil- It's the wilderness. Casual fighting, my dude. He's, a. Uh... Clearly attacked you, and you said he's been Trixie. So you have absolute reason. To- yeah, yeah. I'll 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 make sure to keep an eye on him. But I'll try to do the same as long as you all stay around here. Thanks, Siren. I really appreciate it. No problem. You have anything else? Here's your here to assist. Uh. Besides that, you're really cool. Oh. Thank you. Pretty cool yourself. She's like, uh, <laughs> uh th- thanks. Um, but yeah, uh, just wanted to let you know. Thank you. And, uh, keep a watch if I hear anything. Alright. You're doing a good job, right? Uh, people keep telling me that. Um, I'm sure you are. They wouldn't be telling you. Yeah. yeah and the right. little wizard boy probably dead at this point, so... <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. He seems to take care of himself quite nicely, but... I guess... I'm... They normally need somebody to bolster up their front line, so... They are That's where we come very in. squishy. Certainly are. <laughs> That's why I got these guns. 
I have you know I almost spit up. <laughs> but um still thank you for everything for the advice. I if if you it's 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 different hearing it come from someone who is also in this is a profession. It takes a lot. I appreciate it. Profession's not all about just keeping one query on your target, especially since you've got yourself a group. You need to know your community. Talk to the people around you, know how they're going to react. Especially in your line of work, it's your job to know how people around you are going to react and know how you can change them. Yeah. Thanks. I'm gonna head nope. to bed, but, uh... Yeah. yeah? But, uh... Uh... Thanks a lot. It's no problem. Uh, get some sleep under your belt. We'll do... I don't really know what we got in store for the rest of the month. We'll do a little training. If time abides, but, uh, I'll keep a watch out for a little. Okay, sounds good. Good night, Siren. Good night.